What's up, dude? What's up, man? How you been? Good. How are you? You know, just another Wednesday night doing kickball. Sirens going off in the background. Yeah, fire, like, ambulance swing just walked by. Hold on. You're, you're probably going to hear it again. Hold up. I can still hear it. Well, this is the second one coming up. Yeah. Okay. This is an actual fire truck. So, yeah, now we're we're in the clear now. How was uh, how was Lake House? It's pretty awesome, dude. Yeah, hard to beat. Hard to beat that. Just like <laughs> wake up, eat breakfast, drink some coffee, wait for everyone else to get up, <sighs> and then crack open a beer at around noon, Ugh. and. Have one in my hand until about one a.m. every day, and then oh, dude. go to bed. That's glorious. Sometimes sitting by the water, sometimes in the water, sometimes on the boat, sometimes by a fire. Like can't beat it. Sounds like the life. It's pretty great, dude. It's pretty great. How was the uh, band gig, whatever you want to call it, concert thing? Yeah, it was good. It was just low key. I mean, we just. Played for like 45 minutes, an hour, or something like that. Did you get a standing ovation? No. People just kind of clapped. <laughs> That's bullshit. I mean, they're all like our close friends who have been to like all of our shows so far. So it's not like it was like some revelatory experience for them. Yeah, I still got to come out for one. I uh, got one next week. Where? This place called Chop Shop. In Chicago? Yeah. Um, it's on a Thursday. Oh, damn. And then uh, we might have one on July 3rd, still TBD. And then after that, we are going to be going on a, probably an extended hiatus until probably around September. Oh, fuck. Come on. Why, why, why hiatus? Because we want to actually record. And if we keep getting distracted by playing shows, we're not going to focus on recording and so Uh-oh. we're kind of forcing ourselves to do that let uh what what day of the week is july 4th this year a tuesday oh fuck that yeah i i definitely it's still on my bucket list to uh see a three-point sinker um we call it show well fingers crossed could, would, would you uh, hypothetically house me for the night slash weekend, whatever it is, if I come out yeah, for show? Of course, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I mean, you'd be if you ever did this though, you would be on your own for most of the night because the way it works is if we have a show that starts at like doors at seven, shows at eight, it's it usually ends at about eleven. I would leave my place at probably between two and three and not get back until between midnight and 1 a.m. And very, very few moments within that time span, I'd be able to actually like talk to you. So you you do know that I'm very capable and very good with being by myself, right? No, I I know that, but I'm just giving you a fair warning that like, I think I'm abandoning you for the whole day, but like, we have to go. 
we always go like warm up and just play a few songs and then we have to bring all of our gear there and it takes a long time to lug it over to wherever the venue is and then we got to set it all up and then we meet with the other bands and we figure out the logistics and then we sound check and then we and then we usually like go get something to eat or something and then the show starts and then we play and then afterwards we have to tear everything down load up our cars again bring it back to our rehearsal space unload it put our room back together and then we're done and it's it's fun but those days are just like it's long, it's long. days and it's like kind of a pain in the day. nothing is worse especially after like the first couple of shows when it's like all right we just played a show all I want to do is just like crack open a beer and relax. But what you have to do is go put all your shit in a car and then drive it back to our space. It's the worst. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit. If you tell if you if you say, Hey, you have to leave my apartment at two o'clock and we're playing at say eight o'clock, I'm very well at finding stuff to do, which is gonna probably end up me going to the neighborhood you're playing around in. Shacking up at a bar for a couple hours and then going to the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, the show would be at a bar, so you'd be able to just go to the bar of the show. Uh, and... I, I thought about, I thought about that, but I don't think that uh, that'd be. I, I'd probably get too bored. I want to probably bounce around. Yeah, that's fair. But well, yeah. we'll see what we can put together. Yeah, let me know. Let definitely let me know. Yeah, we'll see. Because I think in the fall, the idea is if everything goes according to plan, in the fall, we'll have new songs as well as stuff released on Spotify, which is like the perfect storm. Like we're moving like stage one of the band is like or chapter one or whatever you want to call it is like coming to an end. And we're thinking about chapter two. Good. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, let me know. It would it would it be weird or a would it? Be, I feel like this is either a either a great move or a bad move. If I come to a show, do I wear the three point sinker um, t shirt or no. No? no? no, no. All right, all right. I won't. I'll, I'll act like a random guy that has never heard your band before, and then be at the bar and be like, "Wow, this band's pretty good." I mean, you, you guys are good, but you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Sick. Well, we'll cross that road when we get there. Maybe the Watsons can tag along, too, and then you'd actually have, like, real friends to hang out with. Yeah, but I'd make friends, too. No, I know. Easy. And, like, Easy. like, a lot of my friends that you've met would probably be there, too. So. Uh, you, you've got a good friend group. How's uh, Have you talked to my boy, Trevor? Yeah, I was with him all weekend. Oh, he went? He did, yeah. How's he doing? He's doing good. How's how, how's Kyle? I know he moved to Colorado, but how, yeah, I haven't talked to Kyle. Well, I, Kyle sent me a Snapchat the other day. Him and his dog were hanging out on a glacier. So I think he's he's loving life out there. What a guy! Yeah, that was a great weekend. Both weekends while I was out there. Yeah, Trevor. Uh, the one thing I'll give Trevor credit for, and if, if we can segue into a different part of the conversation here. Um, so game six of the Eastern Conference Finals was on Saturday night. And people were watching it. And I was like, you know what? I haven't watched an NBA game in about four years. So what's the harm in watching one now? And I loved it. 
I don't know if you watched any of that game or what you were doing Saturday night, but that game was had all the great drama of sports wrapped under one game, and it was it was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, how? I mean, they if Boston they Boston just completely melted down in Game Seven, but just imagine if Boston won that series, Devin White would not buy a drink for the rest of his life in yeah. Boston. Is Devin White that dude on Boston? He was the dude that put the the oh um, that made the score the like the tip in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was crazy because the Heat were losing by like ten, and then they just came back. And you know, all of my we're all big Jimmy Butler fans, or at least everybody who cares about basketball is just because of the Bulls days. Um, and so everyone wanted the Heat. People were like betting on the game, which made it more interesting and stuff. And then like, you know, Jimmy gets fouled with like what? three seconds left. Yeah. And then makes them all to go up a point and then that happens. And the one thing I'll say though, the the whole rule where if you call a timeout you get you get the ball at half court is I hate that rule. I hate it so much. There's a lot I mean, I just like it too, but there's there's probably at least twenty other rules in sports that I hate more than that rule. So that's low on my total pull. I just think it's so dumb how it's like you didn't do anything, but you just get, like, rewarded, rewarded. like, 50 feet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got you. But, um, yeah, I mean, I thought the game, honestly, because I thought it was done. So I didn't even watch the last two minutes of the game. Dang. Like so, Friday and Saturday, I did a fast. Like I didn't eat anything Friday. All I drank was water, and then Saturday, I drank protein shakes and water. Didn't eat anything. So like I stayed Why? in. What did you do that on purpose? I just wanted to reset my body, type of thing. Like, yeah. like I just wanted, like I don't know, just like I th- I was eating like shit. Sweating's coming up. I just wanted to reset my body, type of thing. But then, uh, but then Sunday I went to church, and on my way home from church, I stopped at a bar, and one thing led to another. And so I order. I just get two beers at the bar. Then I go home, get get dressed. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have myself a day. So I was like in the mood to like drink, drink. So I got some pizza, and then when I got pizza, I immediately went to the liquor store. And got a ball of Jack and then just pounded away. Jesus. So I that that 48, 48 hour fast went to nothing. Sounds like it. So. Well, I mean, I drank probably fifty drinks over the course of three days. So that's that's fantastic. I'm probably gonna you know do that this week. You know what I will say? Last thing about the lake house. So my buddy's dad, whose house it is. Has like spared no expense, and he's the most generous man of all. Like, like anytime we needed something, he was like drive his golf cart to like the store up the street to grab more beers and like whatever we need. Like, I felt bad, but he, I mean, he's extremely hospitable. Um, but he he had a he has a keg in the house. That's sick. Which he had this. Uh, you probably haven't heard of it. It's called Spotted Cow. It's by this brewery in called New Glarus, which is in Wisconsin. They only sell it in Wisconsin. But since we don't live that far from the border, a lot of times people will have it. 
Um, like my aunt and uncle get it all the time whenever they just drive up to Wisconsin. Um, but it's really good. And he had a keg of it, and we were just crushing that all weekend. <laughs> and, and to top it off, like this is where like the little details go a long way. He always had his freezer full of glasses, so you would get the frosted glass. Wow. With the keg. Dude, wow. That, that minor wow. detail. That minor detail makes such a difference when you're drinking. It's it oh. makes, like it just makes it taste better. I don't yes. know how, but it does. No, it, it does. It, it totally. Wow, that is that's a baller move too. I know. I know. That's an absolute baller move. I know. It's pretty incredible. That's sick. Damn, dude. I'm jealous. Yeah, it was a good time. When uh, when is the wedding this weekend? Or yeah, yeah. So I'm. Um, that's another thing. Like, I really didn't want to drink last weekend because of I know I know I'm gonna de- destroy. And when I see destroy, I mean all caps destroy my body this weekend. Are you guys doing like the whole rehearsal dinner on Friday thing? Yeah, yeah. So plan is re- rehearsal dinner is Friday at six at Allentown Brewers. Um, he said Gable said it's gonna be like very short type of thing because it's. Not really like a, a church rehearsal or anything like that. No, so okay. a- after that, he um, we're going back to his house, which is maybe five ten minutes away, and um, he said it's a catered catered dinner, which I don't know what the hell that means. Um, and then like you haven't been to Gable's house yet, but. Gable's house is, like, stocked with beer. Like, he has a bar area in the back. And then, of course, like, his fridge in, like, his, like, kitchen is stocked. So, it's just going to be a shit show on Friday night. And then Saturday, um, he said get to this house between 1130 and 1145. And um, get dressed there. And then we're going to, again, like, Allentown, like, so five, ten minutes, stops. And then we're getting pictures, and then we're just hanging out, and then ceremony's at 4.30. So I guess we're going to hang out till like, 3.30 or something like that. Nice. I'm going yeah, to have to tell Amanda to send me many photos and videos. Well, I, that, did I tell you, or do you remember that Will's officiating the wedding? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so... Um, that's going to be insane. And, of course, you know, I've, do, I've done my betting sheet. So the betting sheet went out to all the friend group uh, two days ago. Um, so we got a pot going for that. Um, it's this. I, th- I, th- I said this before, but this wedding I've had circled on, like, even before they were engaged, I've had this wedding circled on my calendar forever. So this, this is going to be the best wedding I've probably ever gone to besides mine. Yeah. No offense well, to everyone cool. out there. Oh, you're fine. I am anxiously awaiting Sunday at about two o'clock Central Time when you came to some degree of recovered to hear about it. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be a blast. And like the friend groups on either, it's basically like Will and Amanda. So I was like, friend groups on either sides are like coming together, but then also like this is like our core like friend. This is our core friend group. So yeah. it is going to be insane. I'm in it. Kelsey Bowman's in it. Will's officiating it. Um, like, and then Gable and Allie are like 
the ones getting married. So it's it's gonna be a blast. And okay. like the place is top notch too. So I'm on. Yeah, dude. Very hyped. I'm jealous. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah. Um I like I haven't shaved in over a week because tomorrow I'm getting a haircut along with my barber doing like the straight razor save. So I'm really uh, excited for that. You're getting uh, the fancy treatment. Dude, like I hate shaving and like I wanna look good for this wedding. Um yeah. even though I'm a fat slob. But I am yeah, so I'm tomorrow I'm like I hate I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm very particular about my hair. So like usually I'm like a two week guy. Like I think people that get their hair cut every week are a little are a little overboard. But yeah, like I usually get it every two weeks. But because of my schedule and everything like that, like I'm going four weeks right now. So I'm like bugging out and I hate fucking the fact that I haven't shaved yet, but I didn't feel like shaving because I'm getting my fancy treatment tomorrow. So I'm hyped. Okay. There you go, dude. Not bad. Nah, should be should be a good weekend. And next week is the last week of uh, of school for the kids, so like I will only have to see them for Monday through pretty much Wednesday, but then half days on Thursday and Friday, and then I have graduation on Monday afterwards. So. It's it's winding down almost. Yeah. Oh shit. What? I don't know. I've been looking forward to this weekend for so long. It's uh, finally yeah. here, type of thing. You know? Yeah, I got you. Did uh you see uh, Penn State has a monster monster uh, official visit weekend this weekend, too. So it's... it's I, real- yeah, I saw I saw there were a few, few names or people coming. Like, I didn't really look into who, but I saw that was on the agenda for the weekend. Yeah, so it's a big weekend. I think there's, like, 10 or 11 guys coming. Um, so it's going to be... And there's some good... Um, so, I mean, you always hope for these... For, like, this this month... Like this weekend, they have ten or eleven guys coming. Next week, they ne- next weekend they have nine guys coming. Jesus, and then what do you call it? The uh, following weekend, they have like ten or eleven guys coming again. And the last week of June, it's like seven or eight. So, like we we should be getting traction real big on prospects coming up. I take it these are all twenty twenty four kids, right? Yeah, you can only take them. Uh, official business right now if you're the class coming up. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, that's right. oh. what happens. Fingers crossed. Yeah. But, uh, it's, I just, I'm so excited for football season, man. Like, I, this is, this is the time of year where I'm just like, where, when the fuck is football season? You know, it's, it's so close yet so far. We're okay. less than it's. We're less than a hundred days now, so that's all that matters. I think we're at like yeah. ninety. I think we're at like ninety-two or ninety-three. Yeah, and I remember I saw like ESPN put out like a hundred-day thing. Yeah. Did you see uh, more times got announced too? 
Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Um, that that Iowa game got moved off thirty minutes, by the way, which kind of pisses me off. Not a big oh, deal, but still to seven to seven thirty. I didn't see that. Yeah, it got moved off to seven thirty, which again, not a big deal, but you know. If I can get that extra 30 minutes, I would love to get that extra 30 minutes. I mean, <laughs> at that point, I'm okay. With what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, we'll, we'll be tailgated for 12 hours, but still, like, still an extra 30 minutes I would love. But whatever. Um, Delaware's 12 o'clock. Um, what's the other game that got announced? I think the Indiana uh, game. That's not right. Well, Indiana. No, Illinois is big. Illinois. Kick. The Illinois. That's what I'm saying. Illinois is big noon kick. Delaware's twelve. That's on fucking no, Peacock, thought, man. Is that there's a three, couple three couple three thirty the, games the, in the non-con? The, I think. No, they fucked that up. Someone someone uh, tweeted out that they fucked it up, and Delaware's actually twelve o'clock on Peacock. Oh, okay. That, that makes a lot more sense. But... I'm so pissed about that Peacock shit, too, dude. I fucking hate that fucking shit. I mean, I have Peacock, so I'll live. I've, but... I have Peacock, too, but, like, I don't want to be watching a game on a fucking computer, dude. I want to be watching it on a fucking TV with, like, regular well, announcers. Put, put it on the app. Put your TV. Put your but, app on the TV. But it, it's, still not, it's still not the point. The point is it should be on ESPN, CBS, Fox, ESPN2, ESPNU. I don't give a fuck, right? Yeah, put I it on a, regular, on a regular TV show. Or TV station, and not fucking Peacock. Yeah, I got you. Whatever. Don't listen to me. I'm just one one kid in fucking Philadelphia, PA. Not a fucking billionaire in fucking Manhattan or wherever these fucking TV stations are located. Uh. <sighs> Fuck. But I'm so excited, dude. I'm so excited. They're, they're going to be so good this year, too. I hope. I do. I think this team is the most talented team in my lifetime going into this season. You think? You think this team would beat 2017? Yes, 100%. Just on paper, at least. Like, Oller is still unknown. Like, let's be honest, like, He's unknown. Like he, he has all this hype and all this shit. But like he come in and just be a dud. However, on paper, this team is so much better than 2017 team. I wouldn't say so much better. I, I, I if you look on paper at this team compared to the 2017 team, this team is a. It's not even. It, it, it's it's a no brainer. Like, it might not be head and shoulders above, but it's like you look at both squads and it's like, okay, this 2022 is better than the 2017 team. Offensive line is better. Um, Aller's better. All right, you have Saquon, but then you have Singleton and you have Allen. Um, your your defense is better. You had, you had Parsons in 17, but like, who else did you have? You didn't have any other studs. We had studs on the on the on the defensive side. You got Kalen King. I mean, when's the last time you could name? Can, can you even name any of the secondary from the 2017 team? Uh, Omani Omuwarie. 
I think he was drafted already. What about? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, what about? Um, oh, the guy who blocked the extra Allen? point or the, the field goal. Yeah, yeah Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. So I think and I Grant think... Haley was Grant Haley there, or he or he was he gone? I want to say he was gone in 2016. I may be wrong on that. But, I don't remember. I, and, and maybe I John we bringing, Reed. I think we were bringing back a lot of guys, and that was like the reason we had so much hype. Allen, Allen definitely was there because he did that whole hit when he had that safety at hit. Or uh, at home oh, at yeah, with yeah, the pitcher. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that – so Allen was there. Maybe John Reed was there. But even so, if you look at those guys, who would you rather have? Fucking um, um, John Reed or freaking Kalen King? I'd rather have Kalen King. Your safeties. All right, maybe Marcus Allen. But then you have um, Kevin Winston, Jalen Reed. I mean, to me, this team is a lot – is better than the 2017th team. Again, on paper. And I can make the argument that Abdul Carter can turn into Micah Parsons. Maybe not be yeah. to that level, but maybe a like probably a notch or two below Micah Parsons, which is insane if you think about it. Yeah. So that's where I'm standing. But I think, I mean, the way you have to look at it, like, 2017 Micah Parsons versus 2023 Abdul Carter. I'm taking 2023 Abdul Carter. Because if we're doing the 2017 versus the 2023 team, you have to look at the guys in that year, not how they turned out overall. Well, here's another thing, too. Who would you rather have fucking um, Brent Pry or Manny Diaz? Oh, God. That's actually a tough one to say. I don't know. No. I want Manny Diaz. Manny Diaz? Yeah. Yes. Okay, but would you rather have uh, Joe Moorhead or twenty? Right, twenty seventeen Joe Moorhead or that? Uh, I I couldn't even tell you the name of our offensive coordinator right now. I it's could not even your, tell you. The... Yours, Yurich. Oh, Mike Yurich. Yeah, that's right. Well, Come I on. didn't remember it off the top of my head. I mean, the twenty seventeen team too, receiver wise. I mean. They didn't have, they didn't have Godwin. They had Deshaun Hamilton. Who else was receivers there? Uh, Chris uh, KJ, K, K, KJ, KJ Hamler. Yeah. yeah. So the receivers you probably give the edge to 2017. 2017, yeah. Tight ends. You, you only you only really had Gesicki. If I I'm trying to think, did you have any anyone else? I mean. I, uh, I, well, I'm trying to think. Who? What? Did Gesicki leave after 2017? Uh, yeah, pretty sure. Because then, who was our tight end in 2018? Paul Pat Farmer. Farmer. Yeah, yeah. Those are pretty good. I'd take. I would take Gesicki and Farmer over, or I mean, Theo Johnson and whoever else we have. Like it's gonna be Tyler Warren and. Uh, I'm, I'm probably I'm probably giving the advantage to 17 there. Yeah. That O line's better, and again on paper, Aller's a lot better than Trace McSorley. Yeah, we'll see. But I, 
this is probably the most exci- the most hopeful I've been for a Penn State football team in, I think, my life. I didn't have this feeling. Like, I, I knew we were going to be good in, like, the, the 17, 18, like, 19 range. But this team, this is where I'm like, okay, this is, like, we're there. Like, we are – this is, like, our year. That's the feeling I have for this team. Yeah. Okay. Well, fingers crossed. That's bad luck for me, so no fingers crossed for me. All right. Fair enough. If it's good luck for you, go ahead and do it. I, I don't do fingers crossed. I don't – I just say it as an expression. I don't really actually do it. Ah. Every time I do it or say it, bad luck. Doesn't sure. work. Dude, I'm so jealous about that West Virginia game, too. Like, that, that game, first of all, it's opening game. That, that, that used to be a big, not a big rivalry, but it used to be a rivalry. They used to play every year. It's two fan bases that can fucking pound the beers and the fact that it's a night game on top of that. Yeah. Like, that is the perfect storm for just a crazy day. I wonder who, uh, if it's on NBC, do you think it's going to be like Mike Tirico calling? Do you think no, it's, it's going to be like. Well, I don't know about who. I don't know who's going to be like the, the, the head guy, but Blackledge is going to be calling. I think he has a deal with NBC now. Oh, really? Did he leave ESPN or ABC or whatever? Yeah, I think he, he, he made a deal. I forget who I forget who he made a deal with. It's either he made a deal with CBS or he made a deal with NBC. But I'm pretty sure it's NBC. I know he's he's going to be doing Penn State games, not for ESPN this year. Okay. And I, to be honest with you, I hate CBS calling Big Ten games. I love and I hate I, it. I hate all. I just want. Uh, sorry, I want um. Big new kick to be a pack to be a Big Twelve game. I want the the three thirty slot to be the big game in the SEC, and then I want the night game to be either a big big game in the Big Ten or the ACC. That's how it should be. I hate Pac twelve after dark. I just hate Gary Danielson with a passion. I think he's the biggest fucking creep in announcing. In, I, don't in, mind him. I hate him. I hate. I him. I love. Um, I can't remember his name. Nestler. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. He's great. I cannot stand Gary Danielson, and the fact that I'm gonna have to hear his fucking whiny, squirrely voice for three hours whenever Penn State plays. It's gonna be like once or twice a year. It's not gonna be that much. I know. Still, either way, it pisses me off. Whatever. Um. Yeah, because the Big Ten is gonna be on. Because I'm looking at uh, major – ESPN tweeted today major college football matchups on ESPN and ABC. And there's, yeah, not, not, a single, there's not a single Big Ten game. I thought the Big Ten was still going to be on ABC. Or is that just going to be like smaller games and like the primetime no. games go to? I th- no, I don't, think, I don't think they have the games at all. So, so okay, you're right, you're right. You're right. It's Fox, CBS, and NBC, and NBC, which means they'll also like, which means so they'll still have the Big Ten Network. They'll still have Fox, FS1, um, you know, CBS, and then NBC. So yeah, that's all the and, channels you need. 
and Peacock. Yeah, true. Which sucks because you're not gonna you're not gonna get Herb Street and Fowler anymore. Yeah, I, I mean you, you you gained well you didn't really gain. You, you still have Gus Johnson. You'll you'll yeah. I I assume you'll have I guess Tariko and Blackledge. Yeah, um, which God did I? I makes me sad because I I love McDonough and Blackledge. Loved them. I no I love McDonough. He he's been calling the the um the uh the uh hockey games NHL games. I yeah. love I love McDonough. Yeah, I I love I love Sean McDonough. I love Tessator, even though he does a lot of ACC games, but. Yeah. And so you lost those guys, and you gained. I mean, ABC had the best announcers. I mean, the only like Gus Johnson, and I Joel Klatt. Like I could take or leave Joel Klatt. I really. I, I like I like Joel Klatt. I, like I mean, I, I don't I don't dislike him, but like of my favorite color guys, he is like he sure as hell behind Blackledge and Herb Street. Well, Hershey's um, the best. Yeah, he yeah. Her, her shooting foul. I mean, what a, what a what a pair. And it, I mean, this is very low key. Um, Lisa Salters doesn't get to do her alma mater games anymore. Where'd she go? She she's ABC and ESPN. But where'd she where'd she go to school? Penn State. Oh, okay. she played basketball for them. Yeah. Huh. I don't think I ever knew that. Maybe I did. I don't know. Yeah, so. Well, well, so, anyway, back to this thing. I'm very curious because of this major college football game series from ABC. They have Red River, which is the first time it hasn't been on Fox in a while. But the time is TDD. But if it's on ABC, I have a sneaking suspicion they're going to make Red River a night game this year. No, it's, it won't be. It, it's going to be 12 or 11 for them. It should be. Well, the fact they have all these other games locked in, but they don't have that one locked in. It's concerning. It it's why? concerning. It's why? Cons- yeah, that's like, why do, you have, why do you have Stanford at Colorado? A, that's not a big game. Like, who the hell cares about Stanford well, at Colorado? I well, don't care about Dion. Like, well, that game's on October 13th. Both of those teams could be like, one in five going into that game. Well, so two points on that. Oh, Colorado's over-under is four and a half for win total this year. But you may not care about Dion. However, ESPN fucking loves him. They do. And I don't get it. I don't get it. It's just it's just the mouth. It's that's that's what it is. It's it's the mouth and it's it's him telling his players, hey, I'm bringing my guys, and half of you suck, so go ahead and transfer wherever you want to. And look what he did at, at Jackson State. He put Jackson State on the map. But it was and Jackson State, dude. It, like, it, you're it, in a, it's a different world. He's going to go in to Oregon, to but, USC. But, he's going to get his teeth kicked in. But People yeah, are going to be like, this, oh, this guy's trash. This year. But if he keeps on recruiting, he, he had Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter was the number one player in the in the country, and he flipped from Florida State to Jackson State. Yeah, I know. And he and he's doing that with other players already too. So yeah, he might suck this year, but if he keeps on recruiting and getting guys the way he's been doing, I, like he will make Colorado into a program. And 
that was once a national title um, contending program. That wasn't just like a, like we didn't grow up with that shit, but in the 90s, they were fucking number one and two. Yeah. I remember that. So, I mean, that that's why there, that there's a lot of hype around around that, that program. Not to mention it's a flagship program, and it's not like, I mean, it's like Georgia Tech or anything like that. It's the flagship program of a state of a major state. No, I know. I just, I mean, they've been so bad recently that all I'm saying is hype aside, the fact that you put okay, not only. You have to look at both sides of this. Sure. ESPN loves Deion Sanders, but it's still his first year at Colorado. And they're playing Stanford. Like, they're not playing USC. They're not playing Oregon. They're not well, playing what time is that game? What time is that Eastern. game? 10 o'clock Eastern. I mean, that's Pac-12 after dark. I, I'm not really upset about that. But how many, how, that, how, okay. how many, how many games... Have you turned on the Pac-12 after dark that have been Colorado and Stanford in the past? It's always been like Stanford and and like Washington State or some like cornball like Pac-12 team like freaking like Arizona State and Cal. Yeah, so like that's not upsetting to me. That's like the no, normal run the mill. But okay, he, here's the point I'm trying to make. ESPN tweeted what they I guess consider to be their six biggest games on either ESPN or ABC. And if you are calling Stanford at Colorado, one of the biggest games on your network for the entire year, I will watch five of those six. And then I will not turn on ESPN or ABC for the rest of the year. Because if you're telling me the sixth best game all year you can offer is Stanford at Colorado. Good. I mean, that's pretty terrible. I'm, they're, that's not going to be their best games. That's probably the games well, they already have. They have LSU Florida State to start the year. I know, I know, Florida, I know the games. I, Texas, Texas Alabama, yeah. Tennessee, Florida, Red River, Notre Dame, Clemson. All five of those games, marquee matchups on whatever yes. channel they're, they're yes. on. Those are marquee, all, you know, all eyes on those games. Stanford or Colorado? What, what, what weekend is that again? The... Stanford, Stanford, Colorado? Yeah. October 13th. Yeah, good point. I'm, let's go look. So I I guarantee you the SEC has a massive game that day, and um, what do you I call it? Right it? here, I have it right here. October I guarantee, 15th. I guarantee you, so, some oh. big. What it's I on get? A, it's it's on a Friday. It's not even on Saturday. October so that's fine, dude. The that's, reason why they're it's actually sick that Friday the thirteenth happens in October this year. I love that. Yeah, same here. Um. I'm, I was that wasn't just blowing you off. I actually agree with you on that. Um, but but they probably put that in. They I guarantee you the TV executives at ESPN don't actually think that's their sixth best game of the year. There again, this is the Dion fucking um, variable that comes into play. They, they there's so much hype around Colorado that people want to see that program and want to see those games. So they're gonna put that on. ESPN's what do you call it article talking about the best games that are coming out this this year. Yeah. That Friday night game. That day only has big I mean Penn State plays UMass that on that Saturday the fourteenth. 
But the other – so A&M, Tennessee, maybe. USC, Notre Dame, sure, I'll give you that one. That's going to be a great game. Oregon, Washington, I'll give you that one. Um, but in terms of, like, big, big, big games, I mean, going on the list, a whole lot left. I mean, you have – But but it's a Friday Alabama, night game. Ar- Alabama, Arkansas, and that's it. The Big Sucks. Ten weekend is – the Big Ten that – other than, like, Iowa, Wisconsin, which, like, could have implications that's for good. the West – no, that's going to that's gonna be a huge game for exactly the reasons you just said. But, again, this is a Friday night game. They're not going to build up that game to, as, like, the one that gets shown on all the commercials and shit because it's a Friday night game. No one pays attention. One, there's two variables that come into play here that, that I'm, I'm not upset about. One, it's a Friday night game. And, secondly, it's Pac-12 after, after dark. Who cares? Yeah. Although, I'll say something. That Tuesday, October 10th, Tuesday – at 6.30 p.m. on ESPN2. Maction? We get – no, even better. Coastal Carolina at Appalachian State. Oh, that's going to be a great game. Give me that all day. On a Tuesday, give me that all day. What a – you said 6.30 too? Well, 6.30 Central will be 7.30 for you. Oh, nice, 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 nice. That, that's, that's awesome. That's, I love that. I love that. I love both those programs too. You get Libertyville, not Libertyville, that's where my age. You get Liberty versus Jacksonville State. And Jacksonville State, didn't they beat SCS. Florida State last year? <laughs> or two well, years ago? Ja- didn't they beat Florida State? Yeah, they did on that Hail Mary. Not even a Hail Mary. It was just like a regular old like throw that just went along. But um, yeah. Jacksonville State just moved up from the FCS. Yeah. And Liberty then, then, uh, somehow has been good. Yeah, because we had a huge freeze. Yeah. Dang, that whole week, Thursday, West Virginia, Houston. Like, dang. That's not a great game. For a Thursday, I'll take it. Yeah. You got an NFL on Thursday, so. I know you don't care. I was just thinking out loud. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, that's playoff baseball, too. Again, October, great month. I've always said that. Yeah. Ooh, I smell hot dogs right now, and it smells so fucking good. Um. Oh, I cannot wait. What? I'm sorry. I'm just looking through. October 21st is a great day for football. First of all – that's. That's that's Penn State, Ohio State. It is. And just Saturday, October 21st, just sounds like a perfect day. Late October, perfect fall day. That That's the wedding Penn I have. State. Yeah, I remember you saying you got a wedding that day, which is tough. We got Penn State, Ohio State. We got Utah, USC. We got Clemson, uh, I don't know if my Clemson, they Miami. We have Clemson, Miami. We have... Um, what other good games are there? We have great game. We have we have Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, Michigan State. Like good weekend for football. Yeah, and I have a wedding. Oh my god. UCF, Oklahoma. The new <laughs> members of the Big Twelve taking on the Departing member of, of the Big Twelve. I hope I hope Oklahoma gets smashed. I 
and excited to watch Texas and Oklahoma play conference games this year because I feel like they are going to – every Big 12 team's goal, I don't care if you go 2-10, and 10, if you beat Texas and Oklahoma, just a message, a farewell message, I would consider that a, a, a huge success. Well, also, the Big 12 kind of sucks this year. So, like, te- you're going to see Texas just beat up on half these yeah. teams, supposedly, if they get yeah, their shit I together. Mean, Oklahoma, I mean, Oklahoma was a shit show last year, too. I mean, they should be good. Like, last year felt like kind of a fluke to me, but um, uh, then uh, we'll see. I'm very curious to see what TCU can do. Kansas State, Baylor. I mean, those are the teams that, like, especially TCU and Kansas State were, like, the surprise good teams. So we'll see what they can do. But, yeah, I mean, otherwise. And, and dude, I – I can't wait for – I hope Texas just – when they play Alabama on September 7th as a little prerequisite to the SEC, I hope they get their teeth kicked in. I want Alabama to win that game 42-14. to 14. I don't know how Alabama's going to look this year. And they'll be fine. It's Alabama. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be – yeah, but, like, it just uh, – like, Georgia has taken over – Alabama as, like, the team. Not only the team in the SEC, but the team of, like, college football. And, like, it seems like Alabama just took, like, a couple steps back. Like, they have, like, three quarterbacks comp- competing for the for the number one spot. Um, like, I can't tell you any of the studs on Alabama's defense. I'm, I, I, besides that Kool-Aid kid, Kool-Aid McKinsey or whatever. Yeah, McKin- yeah, yeah. Whatever. But that's about it. Like, usually there's, like, a guy or, or guys that on Alabama where you're like, okay, they have this stud on defense, this stud on defense, and, you know, they have, like, the number one recruit coming in to, to throw the ball around to all these five stars. I can't really say that this year. No, I, I don't disagree, but part of me is also just, like, this is exactly where Saban wants to be. Like he wants everyone thinking that they're not going to be good enough this year. They don't have the guys this year. And then he's going to go in. And, like, honestly, I would be willing to bet not a ton of money, but maybe, like, 50 bucks that Alabama will make the playoff this year just because everybody's sleeping on them because well, of everything you just mentioned. Well, yeah, so Saban is exactly, like, I agree with you. But you know who doesn't want this scenario to happen? His players. Can you imagine the practices that are going to happen because and because there's so much like like Alabama's getting looked at, down upon this year? The practices are probably hell to begin with, but they're going to be five times as worse because of the scrutiny that they're facing. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I mean, but I, either way, I think Alabama is going to, and I think. I think that game on the seventh, because I mean, assuming that both teams just kind of play like whatever games we won, like, well, you know, going to win by fifty or whatever. But that game is going to be like the first test of the year for two teams, where like people again are saying, "Oh, Texas, like, what's his name?" Um, Yours. Yeah, Quinn Yours is is going to be healthy again, and you know, whatever else. 
they've got going on over there. And everyone always says, oh, Texas team to beat this year in the SEC, the Pac-12, the Big 12. Well, the question's always like, – the question, the question always is, is Texas back? And the answer has been no. Forever. Yeah. God, that clip of Sam Ellinger after they won the Sugar Bowl. Dude, that was, I mean – what, cl- what a clown. I mean – the way he said it and the way oh, they beat up – Dude, the, in, in the moment, in the moment, I thought it was the greatest thing of all time. Especially oh. that, was the, that was the game that freaking uh, Bevo went after Aga too. So it was just like a culmination of like, oh, holy shit, like they, they might actually be back. And the way he said it is just – and he was the golden boy for Texas. Like he grew up a Texas fan, like all that yeah. shit. So it was like in the moment, it was perfect. But the way it played out, awful. Straight up awful. Yeah, they, they went like 6 and 6 or 7 and 5 the next year. That was the they year were not they, was was that the year that they played um LSU like the Joe Burrow game like 2019? Yeah. No, they didn't did they play, they play LSU? I don't remember them playing LSU. I remember them playing Notre Dame I, and that Oh, it was the note. Was it no the Notre Dame? No, the Notre Dame game because that was a game. Wasn't that a game where Notre Dame, like Texas, almost won, even though they were like Notre no, they Dame did was win. ranked like. No, they they did win. It was in overtime. It was with I that. Know, I, know, well, I, well, this, uh, I think I forget the quarterback's name. They won in overtime. He dove across. He okay, he did so, like a. God. Yeah, so it was the twenty nineteen the twenty nineteen Sugar Bowl. Yeah, the twenty nineteen Sugar Bowl was when Sam Ellinger did the wear back. It was on January first, twenty nineteen. So like you know, So the, the, the two thousand eighteen season. season. Yeah, yeah, and that twenty nineteen season because that that was the so yeah, the twenty nineteen uh Texas football they played they played L S U because that was the year that Joe Yeah, they played uh I don't I I don't remember that game at all. You, you're probably right. I just don't remember their LSU. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. LSU beat Texas at Texas thirty-eight at Texas on September seventh. I and honestly don't remember that game at all. I, I remember this because Joe Burrow. That was like the start of that. L- I remember watching this game because that was the start of everyone being like, "Oh shit, LSU is like legit." Because Joe Burrow made some insane plays. There, there was like a there was like a third and like. It was like a third at like twenty five or something, and he threw a touchdown pass, and it was on ABC. I remember it was Herbstreit and Fowler. They were just like, "This is insanity," and it was a great game. It was forty five thirty. It was the final. It was a great game. Yeah, yeah, that would have been that would have been Sam Ellinger saying, "We're back." Let's see. They beat Louisiana Tech. Tech. They lost LSU. They beat Rice. They beat Oklahoma State. They beat West Virginia. Then they lost Oklahoma. Oh, that was the year they beat Kansas by two. And the shooter they lost to TC. I guess they had like a decent year. They finished twenty fifth and won the Alamo Bowl against. Was that against Oregon by chance? Utah. I. Well, you know what? What um? Look at look at the the schedule for Penn State. Do they they probably play? I see. This is the problem with having twenty nineteen. Yeah. Well, who do they play September seventh?
September 7th. Buffalo. That was a night game? Yeah, it no. was. Cause, yeah, it was. Because I remember I was watching that game at home. And we were, like, barely winning. And then we finally broke away a little oh, bit. That's, that's, that was the um... – was that the Journey Brown game? He had a great game, I think. I forget. Uh, I don't know. That was the year we went to the first game of the year. It was Idaho. We went to that game. And they beat yeah, because yeah. 2019, we were really good. Cause we that was Journey Brown year. Yeah, that was the, uh, that was the uh, what do you call it? That was the um, Fiesta Bowl year. No, yeah. Con Bowl. Con Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. Con Bowl, yeah. Our first loss came to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, that fucking game. Man, if we had beaten Minnesota and been a one-loss team, and didn't didn't Minnesota shit the bed against Wisconsin at home? Yeah, they they did, and that's why yeah. they didn't go. That's why Wisconsin went to the Big Ten yeah. Championship game, and Wisconsin yeah. ultimately went to the Rose Bowl too. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I I remember that. Yeah. Damn, dude. There's so many what like there, that that whole that whole that whole four year span of like like 17, 18, 19, forget 20, those three years, there is what if on so many games and so many plays. It's not even funny, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean 2018, maybe not. I mean, like, because we had, we lost four games that year. Like, other than the fourth and five. Well, uh, do you think that really would have changed the rest of the year? Absolutely, because Michigan State, like that, like your whole season's done once you lose Ohio State, and then and then laid. Wasn't the next week they lost to Michigan State, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah, it was the next week they lost to Ohio State, both back to back at home. Like, yeah, the, if 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 four to five never happens. They 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 run the table, but then they shit the butt against Michigan State. No, no, shit... Michigan State was like the last game of the year when like or was they that the... scored with they scored with like ten seconds left, and then Trace McSorley just tried to like chuck a hail mary, and nothing happened. Well, there's there's like three there's like three Michigan State games. Wasn't one like really rainy or something? That was the game that you were at. Yeah. So okay, this was gonna be my what if. Because that was 2017. It was the week after we lost to Ohio State. And it was like a four-hour rain delay. Yeah. And we were cruising, weren't we? Uh, before, kind of. Before the rain delay? Kind of. I don't remember exactly what the situation was. But then we lost. And here, sorry if this makes noise. i got to do something real quick. Um, and then we um, – yeah, and then we uh, – had we beaten Michigan State and ended the regular season with – our only loss being a one loss or one point loss to Ohio State, we could have still potentially made the playoff with that being because that would have been the same thing as the year before. Ohio State losing to us, not going to the championship, but still making the playoff would have been the exact same scenario just in reverse. So I think had we beaten Michigan State that day, we would have made the playoff that year. All right, but either there, there's so many what ifs, though. There's the what if of the freaking Ohio State game, losing at one when you were up by, like, what, two scores with, like, five minutes left. Then the Michigan yep. State game. And the year after that was 2018. 
And that was fourth and five, along with the Michigan State game, where they lay the dud at home. And then um, the 2019, what was 2019? That was, I can't even talk right now because of, because of your vacuum. No, it's not a vacuum. I'm blowing up an air mattress. Sorry. Who's sleeping over? Nobody. I, I bought a new mattress, and I got rid of my old one because my parents came to my place um, to help me get rid of it. And it, my new one didn't arrive yet, so I can sleep on an air mattress. Oh. What was 2019? What was that? 2019 was we lost to Minnesota. 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 And then we lost to Ohio State. To Ohio State. What was that? What was the Ohio State game? Sean was Clifford that? got injured and Tommy Stevens came in. We lost 28 to 17. But we were winning. Oh, we I remember winning. that. We were winning like 17 to Seven. No, I remember. Like, that. It, I remember that now. Whatever it was, like we had like a decent lead, and then we just kind of screwed it up. But nah, I lost the ADP bet. I remember that now. But the but we, Minnesota game too. We lost. We had like a we we had the ball. We lost by five, but we had the ball with like under a minute left inside, like in the red zone. Clifford threw a pick in the end zone. Yeah, I remember that. I remember uh, Tanner Morgan. But again, that was the same thing. Had we had we we likely would have gone to the playoff that year, too. If our only loss was at Ohio State by 11 points, that's not that bad. But, again, there's so many what-ifs of that whole that whole three seasons. Yep. That's why, I mean, it's crazy to think, like, since 2016, Penn State has been, like, for all the pain and suffering I feel like we've been to, Penn State has been like a top six or seven team if you aggregate uh, performance since 2016. So I want to talk like we about are, that. We are like a very comfortable top ten team. I, I want to talk about that because I was listening to uh, Blue and White Illustrated today, and the one comment that they talked about, so I guess they have like a chat that goes on during their feed or whatever, mm-hmm. and the one comment that someone posted was like, we got to stop, like, 10 wins is, I forget what the exact comment was. It was like, 10 wins is great, but we need to be 11-1 or 12-0 team. We need to be an elite team. And the, the one guy was like, that's a, that's, I kind of disagree. He was like, that's a joke, like, comment, because this team is elite. Like, what do you want them to do? Like, they, they, he said exactly what you said. They're, like, there's only, like, three or four teams above them in terms of win, winning percentages. Um, Michigan's right there. T- but... To me, it's it's the fact it's a fact that you still can't beat Ohio State or Michigan each year. Like you're not a elite team if you cannot beat Ohio State or Michigan or whoever else is the is the the top guns or top dogs in your conference. You're not elite. You cannot say Penn State is elite. They've not made the playoff. They're just a good team. A good team. It's like what exactly what Franklin said in that press conference. What three or four years ago? We're a great team. We're not an elite team. You you need to make the playoffs, yeah. and you need to you need to beat Ohio State, and Michigan, in order to become elite. And they haven't well, done that. So, but but I think that Penn State is again since 2016 by a comfortable margin the best team 
that did that has not made the playoffs. All right, that's great. That's, well, that's, that's, but, 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 like, had had we made the playoffs just once, let's say 2017, we make the playoff, or 2019, we make the playoff, or even last year, whatever it is. That so essentially one game of, of the years that we lost two games, right? 2017, 2019, and last year. Let's say that one of those years we won a game where that well, we lost, and that puts us at eleven and one. Even if we don't go to Big Ten, we still make the playoff. Then all of a sudden we're elite. Like even yes. if we go into the yes. first playoff, so agreed. The, so over the last six years, the one. We are one game over what? What is that? Like 70 games? We are one game out of 70 away from being elite. One game. Yeah. Because all yeah. we've taken is us beating Minnesota in 2017, or beating uh, um, Michigan State in 2017, beating Minnesota in 2019, or beating Ohio State last year, which we easily could have done because we were winning by like two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. So any three of those games were very winnable. And had we won just one of them, we're a playoff team, and this conversation is very different. It, it is, but it, it's not. And I hate, like, I you got to call it like it is. I hate when fucking, like, people always say, oh, we're elite, or, like, we're really good. You're not, though. You have not made a playoffs, and you've not come through when 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 you had to against me. Or, or well, to, your, to, to, your, to your argument, like what you just said, or the lesser teams such as Michigan State or Minnesota or whoever the fuck else it is. Like or or Illinois that yeah. one year. Like you yeah. like you you're not elite. You're not. I hate doing this, but we're the Dallas Cowboys. We think we're good and we get to the fucking playoffs or to those big games and we shit the bet. That's well, what we are right now. Good. Yeah. Okay, well here, st- let me ask you this. When the playoff expands, if we go same thing as every other year. Where we go ten and two, and we lose to Michigan Ohio State. We'll host a but we'll we, host a playoff game. So does that change the narrative? Because now no, we're making the playoff. Every, okay, so what if? But what if we you, lose? What if we lose to Michigan Ohio State, but then we make the national championship game? If you if you so here's the thing. Here's when I when I will say okay, we we have made it and we've got we taken the next step because we've not taken the next step yet. We've been knocking on the door for so long, but we have not opened the door yet. We haven't even yeah. stepped inside yet. If you get to the final four, I will say, okay, we've made it. However, if we make it, if we don't make it this year, and say we, when we, when it gets expanded to twelve, we make it when it expands to twelve, we host a, we host or win that first, first round uh, playoff game. That's great, but what happens when you get smacked up um, when it's like the second round or whatever you want to call it? Then it doesn't count. Then. Well, right. see, but this it's is, just... well, so this is what's interesting because the whole expanded playoff changes the narrative around so many things. What if, ch- well, what if in two years we go 12 and 0? We beat Michigan, we beat Ohio State, we win the Big Ten, we get like a, in that scenario, probably a one or a, the, the one or the two seed. We yes. get a bye, we get a bye, and yes. then we play a home game. Yes. And, and what if we lose that game? Yeah. We would have done then, everything. We would have done everything. Then, like, then, in, in a 14-playoff, yes, in a, in a, in a we would have absolutely been in. Yeah, then, we beat everyone we needed to beat. We won the Big Ten. But then we lose to, like, I don't know, it, Oklahoma or something like that. If, if you – listen, if you beat Ohio State-Michigan in the same year and you sweep that, 
I don't care if you lose one other game. If you sweep Ohio State and Michigan, I am perfectly fine. You took that next step. However, we've yet to do that. Even We didn't beat – we got swept by them last year. 2021, and we – And the year before. And the year before. We got swept – in 2020, we split. Yeah, 2020, we beat Michigan. 2019, we beat Michigan. 2018, Michigan beat swept. us. 2017, we beat Michigan. 2016, Michigan beat us. So, yeah, so until you sweep those teams, I, I, we haven't done shit. But in your, in your hypothetical scenario, if we go 12 and 0, we get the number one or two seed, okay, yes, we, we took the next step. However, until that happens or until we sweep Michigan Ohio State, I'm not saying Penn State's going to you, I can't. You can't. That's, if, that's fair. If, no, that's fair. If if any other if any other program, but, but what if we don't? What if we do the same thing as your ten and two, lose to those two teams, but then we win the national championship? I mean, obviously that you won the national title. Like, but we still lost to Michigan Ohio State. You, you won the national title though. Like, that doesn't mean like yeah. that. That eliminates everything. Fair. But if if it was like any other program or fan base. Talking like talking all this shit and saying like like holding their head high like they just did something. I I would tell them shut the fuck up and realize that your team sucks and hasn't done shit, which is exactly Penn State has not done shit. Wait, give me give me thirty seconds. All right, you there? Hey, yep. You good? Yeah. Um. But um. But yeah, they 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 need to do something within the next year or two, because I mean, like, think about it. Is Franklin going to do this for twenty years? Like his ten year contract. I think he's done this for ten years. I think he got hired in twenty fourteen. So is yeah. he going to is he is he going to do this for the next? For he's done it for ten years. Is gonna and he has the ten year contract. Is he gonna do this for twenty years and and not get Penn State to to the next level? 
I hope not. I hope he, I, I hope he does. I mean, I hope not. To a point where like this is not acceptable. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I'm not, I don't know. But like he, but again, the fact that he's gotten us so close so many times still says something. It's it says something, and and I will give him this because too. not not many people can can do that, right? Like that, that's not something that you just have happen all the time. All right, that's fine, but. Like it's the same thing that like Georgia did with uh with, what's his name Mark Rick, they were a per se final like it was before the the playoff came out but they were per se a final four team because every year they go to the SEC title game and then get bounced by LSU or whoever or Bama and he, they get them so close and he'd have nine ten eleven win seasons but never get to that next level and they fired finally fired him and they brought Kirby Smart in. And and to to defend James Franklin, yeah, it's great that he did that, but and then it's also like he's like he's complained about not having an NIL. I mean, he's come in and 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 he's told the administration, yo, we need better facilities, and they're doing that. Yeah, they're doing hopefully it. Get, so hopefully get and and Beaver Stadium too, for that matter. So once like if if and when all this shit gets done in terms of facilities and Beaver Stadium. And that NIL and all this other shit that in in, in ways has ha- handicapped Franklin from getting the top tier guys. If he has all that and he's still getting swept by Michigan Ohio State or splitting it and still losing those Minnesota Illinois whatever games, it's it's going to be really frustrating, and I'm going to get really pissed off. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But, I mean, it's going to be, you know, five years until he has all of those things listed. So, we, I feel like we just need to be patient to a degree, which, you know, not, not fun, but, you know, just sort of necessary at this point. Um, I mean, to a degree, though, like... But I there's... also think the fact that he's... I mean, like, if things are only getting better. I mean, like, right now, if you think... And if NIL is the biggest thing right now... We just got that because we got that seven-figure, you know, deal or whatever. Like, that puts us in a very strong position. So, I mean, he's already starting to get more to work with. And he's recruiting as well he, as he has ever recruited. I mean, like, guys are still coming to Penn State. So, at a certain point, I mean, the, the, we have the pieces of the puzzle. And I know he, we need more. I'm not saying we're there yet, but I'm saying that we're not in a bad position, I don't think, by any means. No, we're not in a bad position, but it, it's still the fact that if you're going to be coaching a high, like a high level program, you there there you the, we you need to set expectations if we want to become an elite program. You need to set expectations that two losses every year is not going to cut it, and you need to find that guy. It might be Manny Diaz, it might be fucking whoever out there, but. We need to bring them in, and you, you cut the cord. Yeah, but but see that's and that's the risk. I mean, you could you could say, "Hey, James Franklin, ten and two losing to Michigan Ohio State every year isn't good enough." But if you bring in somebody else, there's no guarantee they'll do any better. And that's that's where it's like I think it's such a hard question because, again, James Franklin could be based on you know performance a top a top 
five or six coach over the past, you know, seven years. But if he's not making the playoffs, does that mean anything? And that's and because then it does. The, but then you take the risk of there's no guarantee you'll bring in somebody who can do because by that alone is pretty good, right? Like I'd take that. Pop if 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 we're the sixth best team over the past seven years, I'll take that. But like, but but that's the thing though. You can take that, but this fan base and this program should. And could compete for the national title every but, year. But there's a risk in hiring a new coach. There, that, that's fine, though. That is fine. But I, I'd rather take the risk than just be content with a 10-2 season every year and going to the fucking Rose Bowl as the third alternative or the fucking Fiesta Bowl or whatever, whatever it is. There, there, there comes a point where it's good enough, but good enough isn't good enough at, at a certain point. Well, see, this is what's funny. This is where the landscape and college football change. Because, I mean, Joe Paterno, do you think Joe Paterno would last the way he did at Penn State today? Right? Well, yes. When did he, when did he start? When, when was his first year as the head coach of Penn State? 66. And he didn't win his first national championship until. They got. In 82. But he got screwed. But he played for national matter. titles. He played Doesn't for national titles. Didn't win one. Okay, he, you were making this argument last year. If you don't win it, or last week, if you don't win it, you're a loser. He didn't he, win them. Yeah, but he, he should have won a national title multiple times. But he did Before that. But, but it was, did. But it was so it, no, no, What I'm saying is it took him 14 years to win a national championship. 16. 16 years to win a national championship. Correct. So, but he played for them. And he had multiple undefeated seasons. That he's, and they did an ESPN documentary on this. That in 1972, Nixon declared Texas as the national title winner before the bowl games, and Penn State won undefeated and got fucking screwed out of the national title. Because Texas lost to Arkansas in their bowl game, Penn State won undefeated, and Nixon fucked over Penn State. Why did Richard Nixon declare the... It, it, was, it, it was something about, like, I forget what it was. It's like the AP poll or whatever... And Nixon, I think, said something in AP. I forget what it was. But I, I think it was 1969 or 1972. Penn State went undefeated. They got fucked over. Should've, they should have been declared the national title winner, and they weren't. And on top of that, Penn State played for national titles before 82. They got stopped on the goal line 14-7, 1979, against Alabama. They play right, okay. for it though. So if, let me. If, if Franklin gets. Okay, let me just do this back and then I'll let you make a point. Let me do this backwards. Joe Paterno won his second national championship in 1986. Correct. He was then the head coach for another what? 30, 24, 24, 30, what, to 20, 2011. 12. Oh, 20, 20. Yeah, 2011. So 25 years. Without ever winning another. Okay. But ninety four. Ninety four they got fucked. They ninety four they got fucked. They were undefeated, one of the best college football teams. They, they were the they were the twenty nineteen LSU Tigers. They were ninety nine ninety their offense was insane. They went undefeated. They got fucked over because the bowl system at the at the time did not have a matchup between um 
Nebraska and Penn State. They didn't have a matchup for that. So Nebraska played Miami. They beat up on Miami. Penn State won undefeated, and, and Nebraska won the national title. So he would have played. He would have played for a national and in eighty. So he he played for the national title in seventy nine, eighty two, eighty five, eighty six, and should have played it in ninety four. All right. So yes, he would have lasted. So the he, last sixteen years of his career, he did not. Correct. But you're talking so. I guess if you backloaded, it's different. But okay, so if James Franklin, let's say Penn State wins a national championship this year, right? Would you give James Franklin another lifetime contract? Yes. Years yes. Of runway, you would. Yes. Yes. That surprises me. I genuinely am surprised to hear you say that. If you win a national title, you get an extra ten years. I'm asking for sixteen. I'll give you sixteen years. If you get a, if you give me a national title, you get an extended contract. I don't get 16 years. That's fine. Yeah, well. I mean, Joe Paul got, got, almost got canned multiple times in the early 2000s when they were only winning three or four games each year. So, but 94, you would have, you would have played for national title, okay? If you, if you play for national title... It's extended. If you win the national title, I'll extend you even more. So Joe Paterno, hypothetically playing for the national title in 94, okay, I extend you some more. That gets you six years and then like 2000, 2001, 2002, and 2003, and 04, you had horrible years, okay? 05 is when they went to the Orange Bowl and had one loss against Michigan, okay? Which in this world – they were number three team in the nation. So in that in in the now world, in the playoff world, he would have made the playoffs. Okay, go ahead, continue on, extend. Fair enough. I don't even know where this conversation started. I genuinely it, forgotten. It, it was it was all about like Franklin and firing and, and oh yeah, the that's, risk. Right. that's right. Like, but if if he does, if you are going ten and two every year and you're not getting into the final four, you're that's that's a problem. You need you need to find someone who is going to get you into the next step. But all I'm saying is that there is a risk associated with that. That is fine. Take are, that risk. You are just as likely to end up worse off than uh, that. That is fine. I, fact, will, I would argue that you'll be more likely worse off. That is that is fine. I want that risk. I'm not if I'm not happy with going ten and two every year, and and settling. For, you're settling at that point. Penn State's not a program that can settle. That should settle. They can settle. They shouldn't settle. I don't think they do. I, gen- I, I don't think that's settling. That is, no, that is it's settling. Not like they, it's like they chose to go ten and two. But you're going ten and two, so you're choosing to stick with a coach year in and year out that will not get you to the next step. No, but I okay, that's not acceptable. Uh, but I think that they see that there is a, a, a trajectory that could potentially put Penn they, State. No, there is. I'm not saying. I'm not saying do that. I'm citing hypothetically, if. Franklin just continuously goes ten and two and sweeps 
gets swept by Ohio State and Michigan or is going 10-2 and with a win against Michigan or Ohio State and then uh, a loss against um, Illinois, Purdue, Indiana, whoever that is, and you're still going to – and you're still not getting to, to the Final Four every year, there needs to be a, a, a conversation of, okay, you're, 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 you got to step up now or else you're not going to have a job anymore. That is what I'm saying. Harbaugh was it on kind of the same boat. And I know he's made the playoff now, but like, you got to remember, like, Michigan had two years, 2019 and 2020, when they lost, they got swept by Penn State and Ohio State both years. And then look what happened in 2021. Yeah, but that's that's the thing, though. We, 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 We all were like, we're celebrating when they extended Harbaugh. We were celebrating that. We didn't see him getting – first of all, we didn't even see him beating Ohio State, let alone getting into the playoff. And he did it two, two years in a row. He beat Ohio State two years in a row. He got in the playoff finally this year. But that's – that's that, like, they took a risk of extending him. They fi- He finally broke through. That, okay, so now he has a – now it looks like a great thing. However, I for sure as hell was one. I think you were, and I'm pretty sure everyone else around the country – was celebrating when Michigan extended Harbaugh. Yeah. Well, here, okay. Did Michigan not make the playoff, like, not this past year, but, like, two years ago? No. This is the first year they, they made But they beat Ohio State. But they but – they, but they they had two but, losses, though. But they won the Big Ten championship, didn't they? Yeah, because that was um, – we were in Vegas – And they beat Iowa. They did. How did they not go to the playoff that year? Did they? Did they go to the playoff then? I think they did. And who, but then they had to have lost. Oh, they lost to Georgia. That's when George Pickin fucked. Uh, they lost like like thirty-one to three or something like that. What? Okay. I. That's when George Pickin like destroyed the Michigan corn. I'm not. I don't remember that, but. I was like, they had to have made the playoff that year. No, they made the playoff. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Michigan made the playoff that year. Yeah, so they made it two years in a row. Now. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's going to be a completely different world once... The expanded playoff. Got it. You got to step up the plate. I guess we'll see what happens. That's all we can do. I'm just excited. Yeah, I mean, I always am. I always am too, but like, this is like, there's like realistic expectations. Here. And like I said, I, wonder, I think. Like, this, but again, that, that's like a good thing and a bad thing. Well, it's a bad thing. Because all of a sudden we have this big target on our back. 
But then you want that though. You want that target on your back. You want to be the the guy in the room that everyone looks at and is like, okay, shit, that's the guy we have to compete with. You want to be that guy. No, I know, but like, I don't know. I feel like we've never played. Penn State has played the underdog role a lot better than they've played the favorite role, in my opinion. I want to be the favorite, though. I want to be that, that program. I want to be Ohio State. I want to be Alabama. I want to be Clemson well, a couple years every, ago. But everybody does. But that's the point. We should but be I'm, at that but level. I'm also, I'm also okay. In fact, maybe I prefer going into the year like we're going in this year, where it's like, all right, Penn State's probably pretty good. But they're still, you know, Michigan and Ohio State are still there. And at least going into the year, Michigan and Ohio State are the better teams. Because then we have the opportunity to be like, look, we know we have sort of all of the pieces of the puzzle fitting together. And now, on top of that, people are saying, oh, you know, we don't think they're good enough, even with everything they've got going on, which is the perfect sort of best of both worlds for us to be like, all right, let's go prove them wrong. Yeah, for mentality standpoint, that's fine. But I want to be the team that that is that is looked at the room and was like, okay, shit, we have to be Penn State. Well, again, like I said, everybody wants to be that. Everybody. Yeah. So get get there, get there. I'm tired of this. Okay, Penn State's still lagging behind Michigan Ohio State. I don't want that conversation anymore. I want to be okay. It's Ohio State and Penn State. It's Michigan and Penn State. It's Penn State that that are that are getting looked up to. I, I'm tired of this shit. No. Get it done. I think I could do it, though. We'll see what happens. We will. What else is going on? Not much. Just finished folding some laundry. Yeah, I might do a quick load tomorrow night. I don't. I don't know if I'm going out with this chick or not tomorrow night. Wow. Still waiting to work out the detail. Yeah, you could say that. Fair enough. You got your five things? Yeah. Um, so, I you know those coexist stickers that are on cars? That's like a, like, bless you. Thank you. That, like, spells yeah, out. I, yeah, with, like, the real different religious symbols. Yeah, yeah, I hate those. Okay? I hate those. Um, my principal is leaving my school, and I hate that. Because I, I like my principal a lot. Um, I hate how complicated weddings are. They shouldn't be complicated at all in many different facets. Um, I hate in kickball tonight, there's this big dude that instead of just trying to launch it to, like, New Jersey, he would come up and, like, half swing his leg and, like, kind of bun it. And you're just oh, a pussy. Yeah. Like, like, what the uh. fuck... What the fuck is that shit? And number five is that um, there's this four foot eleven short bitch that thought she was like fucking like Mike Trout 
and like arguing with me. I was like, shut the fuck up, you bitch. Like, Dude. I hate her. I hate her. So those are my five things. Fair list. What about you? Um, I don't know if I have anything. Let me think. Uh, no, not really. The AL Central. I hate <laughs> the AL Central. Fair. Well, I hate how. Here, let me just let me just run some numbers by you. Give me two seconds while I pull this up. If I told you that there was a baseball team whose record was currently 23 and 35, how many games back would you guess they were from the division? 23 and 35? Yeah. Uh, At least 12. At least 12. I would expect because, the I would expect the, the the leader of the that division to be at least five hundred. Well, the White Sox are currently twenty three and thirty five, and we are seven games back in the division. That's pitiful. Which I hate because it leaves room to believe. Like seven games back with 100 games to play, 110 to play. Wide open race. But it's like, oh, it's so, like, look at that. Like, the Twins. The Twins are in first place in the AL Central at 29 and 27. If they were, if they, if they were in the AL East, they would be a half game above last place. Yeah. And they're in first. It's insanity. If, yeah. if, if they were in the West, it would be the same thing. The only team worse than them in the West are the Oakland Athletics, who are the worst team <laughs> in, like, the history of baseball. Yeah. Like, it's insane. No, I hear you, man. But I'm just get, glad the, I'm just glad the Cubs are in last place because it keeps people away from Wrigley, which means less people to bother me. You sound like a fucking grumpy old man. You know what? I got places to be, and I don't want these damn Cubs fans getting in my way. Run them over. <laughs> no, nah, I hear you, man. But that, that happens a lot with like NFL. Like the one year a fucking seven and nine, seven and nine team made the the playoffs because they won the, NF, the NFC West. Or even the, even in COVID year, the Eagles, the I, I think the, the Commanders or Redskins, whatever they're called, were uh, made the made the um, playoffs as like a seven nineteen or a six and eight team, or whatever it was, um, six and ten team, because the NFC East was so bad too. Yeah. It's one of those years. Baseball is a frustrating sport. That's for, that's for damn sure. 
night, dude. Well, it's going to be that time of night for me. So, you got anything got... else? No, I'm good, man. You good? I'm good. All right, man. Well, I'll, uh, if I can, I'll send some pictures. But just remind me on Saturday if you want to see anything. But Yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, have, a, I'll have Amanda keep me updated. Good. Yeah. She's more responsible. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. All right, man. All right. All right. Have a good one. I'll talk to you later, all right? You too, dude. I'll talk to you. All right. I'll see you. All right. See you.